Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Influenza. Whoa! Talk about an influenza. <laughs> wow. Why? Yeah, so you remember when eggs were all expensive and shit? The, are they... Are they still inflated? They're probably still kind of inflated, but like I, I think a lot of that was actually just price gouging by unscrupulous. Right, big that was my assumption at the time too. But there was a strain of bird flu going around that was killing a lot of hens and shit, like globally speaking. So like that did happen, but I, I think the price stuff was like because capitalism. Right? Get your politics out of my pod, Sean. <laughs> so okay, so so there was a flu going around with birds. Um, a flu is actually influenza, right? Yeah. Right, and there's really not just bird flu. Right. I mean, right. I'm sure people have also heard of swine flu. Mink flu. Wow. And yeah. then also Sean and Nathan flu. Yeah. That's also out there. Okay. That's interesting. Every person has their own flu. For, for every name, a flu. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I think there's a lot of uh, interesting things to get into with the flu. This is actually going to be a pretty long series because we have a lot of things to say. Yeah, the flu's actually... There's a lot of flus. Yeah. There's but reasons. In this episode, we're going to do like just enough background to talk about the most recent bird flu thing yeah we're gonna do that this episode and then in the subsequent episodes we'll, let's let's you know kind of broaden our scope we're gonna talk about the past we're gonna talk about the future mm. okay all kinds of fun stuff about the flu mm -hmm. but for this one we're just gonna just just the tip just the tip to talk about Ooh. this recent event okay So I feel like, uh, so first of all, just to be really certain, when whenever we say flu and we're actually being accurate, like it's like scientifically the flu that we're talking about, mm -hmm. so that is influenza. They're mm -hmm. like interchangeable terms. Yes. Or are there flus that aren't influenza? When people talk about the stomach flu, that is not influenza. Okay. That is some other shit. That's like norovirus or sometimes rotavirus. All right. Um, not influenza. But when people just say like, the flu. Yeah. That's influenza. But there's multiple types of influenza. Yes, indeed. So there are a few different influenza species, okay? Right. And they're lettered A through D. Influenza A is like the big boy. When we talk about like the pandemic shit that happens right. every once, you know, like the 1918 spanky flu, like right. that one, that wasn't influenza A. Okay. Are, are they, are the different ones, like, actually related, or are mm -hmm. they, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, because, yeah. well, let's see, well, we were talking about hepatitis, right? Right. And hepatitis, hepatitis B and C are, like, fucking not related, right? right. But in this case, influenza A, B, C, and D, they are all part of the okay. same 
uh, genus okay. of virus. So perhaps appropriately, influenza A is a big deal. Yes, indeed. Uh, how about influenza B? Influenza B can still be dangerous. It is actually like one of the most human-specific influenzas. All right. And it is like every year during flu season, influenza B is in there, okay? It's just often not the one causing pandemics. Okay. It's just kind of seasonally, it is around. And then following this logic, is C and D a little less intense than yeah, B? Yeah, yeah, they're pansies. And oftentimes they don't infect people and... When they do infect people, they often don't cause very much disease. They've definitely never caused a pandemic in people. And so for most of this episode, we're realistically going to stick to influenza A. Okay. In some of the later episodes, we will also talk about influenza B some, because it's definitely out there. C and D can kind of go fuck themselves because they're bullshit. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're not very common, and they're not very powerful. It's A and B that are the kind of the one-two punch. Okay, well, what did these guys actually like look like molecularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. flu viruses actually come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they're like little spheres that are like, you know, of course, smaller than bacteria. They're like a tenth the width of a bacterium. Okay. But sometimes they can also be in these long filaments. So they look maybe, you know, like a hair or something like that. And they're, like, very long. Like, longer than a human immune cell kind of long. All right. They're still very thin and everything. They're the same, like, uh, width as they were before. But right. sometimes they're, like, these very long, stretchy bros. Right. And they're not life. Right. Because of yes. viruses. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. Yes. All so, right. Uh, what's interesting is we don't actually know why they come in these two, like, right. these different forms. Right. Sometimes super long. I mean, anytime you look at them, they're usually a mix. Right. Some super long, some little uh, spherical ones. We don't really know why they do that. So what is it about, like, what organelle does bacteria have that gives it a soul? Like, what's the soul organelle that makes, like, a bacteria alive Mm. but a virus dead? Like, what organelle is a virus missing? It's going to have to be the ribosome. The ribosome. It's going to have to be. Ribosomes have the soul in them. Yeah, because every cell has a ribosome. Okay, bacteria got ribosomes, yeast got ribosomes, human cells got ribosomes. Viruses don't. No ribosomes. Wow. No ribosomes in a virus, okay? All right. So I think that's the soul guy. I feel like that's that's quietly a metaphysical breakthrough (laughs) that you just logic out on a podcast. Like, we should talk to Pope Francis. Oh, yeah. We've created a metaphysical theory. You think the the Vatican doesn't know about this? Okay, you go into the Vatican archives, they got all kinds of ribosome shits in there, okay? They figured this out. I don't know, man. I think maybe, but I also kind of, there are tensions elsewhere. Mm. They're still schismed. Oh, that's They're, like, true. still talking to Protestants that's... about, like, transubstantiation. Oh, you're talking about that schism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Eastern Orthodox Church. Oh. I thought that schism. I thought we were talking about the lizard human schism in the Catholic Church. <laughs> right? As well, we all they, know. They do need to figure that one out. A solid one-third of Catholics are human, and two-thirds are lizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's quite an important schism in their church. That they're, they haven't, they're gonna have to hash that one out. Yeah, they haven't they really, reconciled. They, they gotta it take care of that one. Since the founding of the Masons. Yep. That's yeah. dangerous. Right. Um so uh, wow, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, you asked me about we, the soul, soul. Uh, so we deviated almost immediately. Okay, that, that okay, was a okay. hard left turn. Okay, but anyway, so so what we were describing was this 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 the actual molecular yeah, 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 structure yeah, yeah, yeah. of this virus. Yeah, and, and flu viruses have proteins on their surface, kind of like the spike protein on coronavirus, which I I think I can use as a reference point now because everyone's heard fucking so much about the spike protein and all that bullshit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So flu viruses have a similar kind of protein on their surface. It's not called the spike. Um, it's usually called, uh, H and N, and we'll get into that. But there's basically two main proteins out there. 
and they give rise to our naming nomenclature that people might have heard of already, mm. which is like sometimes with the flu, especially pandemic times, they'll say things like H1N1 yeah. and H7N9 and stuff right. like that. Which all sound like for how famous if the flu is, those are all kind of small values, I feel like. They're really <laughs> yeah, only been one H and one N? Suspiciously low numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... Um, let's take a really the briefest of breaks. Yeah, yeah. And then when we come back, let's talk about what H and N actually are. Right. And how all of that shit works. Right. Okay. Hello, poopers out there. Millions of happy customers have used the service you love, Poops, to analyze their microbiome. You've also told us what you thought. And based off that great customer feedback, we're happy to now offer Poops 2.0. Based on concerns about the cleanup required from the last system, we've redesigned from the ground up, now featuring a dongle design. Simply plug one end into the bottom of your phone, pop a squat, and plug the other end into your bottom. Gentle, pulsating vibrations aid in sample collection, a process our product testers say is not only efficient, but surprisingly pleasant. The days of pooping on your phone are over. Bring the analysis of your poop straight to the source with Poops 2.0. We're what's inside you. Okay, so we're back from a very short break. Oh, we're short. So, so this is one of those classic examples where the H and the N, they like are capital, but they don't really stand for anything, right? <laughs> Just like NASA doesn't stand for anything. Wow. Except NASA capitalism. stands for never a straight answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. on aliens. Yeah, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. So it didn't you. happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so H and N stand for something. The H stands for hemagglutinin. Uh, and okay. the N stands for neuraminidase. Uh, neuraminidase. Neuraminidase. All right. Um, but those two often get shortened down to H A and N A. Okay. They don't get shortened down to H. Well, they <laughs> do. They, they, do. they do. But like in 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 uh, papers. Okay. In papers, they really hate having one letter abbreviations. They I could like be a lot. That could be Harold. Yeah, exactly. It you, is you way too vague. Yeah, so they like to do H-A-N-A in papers, okay? Okay. There are a bunch of slightly different versions of these H-A and N-A proteins, and when you mix and match those different versions, that gives you different strains, okay? So the first H-A that we found, we named H-A-1, mm-hmm. and the first N-A that we found, we named N-A-1. Okay. And so when you put those two together, you get H-1-N-1. Okay. Which is... A particular strain of the flu. It happens to be the strain that caused the 1918 pandemic. Wait, so what exactly is hemo, hemoglutinin? Yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, okay. We're going to get into that in a second. But, uh, let so me, let nothing me... else is different between strains? Or there, nothing else is different that matters between strains? There yeah. is plenty that can also be different between strains. Right. Including things that do matter, right. but because these proteins are on the surface and they're relatively easy right. for us to get at and notice, right. the naming nomenclature started sure. with Sure. It's like two people could be different in the world, but really the way to categorize them is Irish or non-Irish. <laughs> it's obviously skin color, right? <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I was thinking about that and I was like, I'm just going to do Irish. <laughs> kind of read the room a little bit. You it's, know? It's, it's white and non-Hispanic white. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were right. doing so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so. Uh, You're always coming in here like a wrecking ball, man. I know. I know. I'm like Miley Cyrus. You're auditioning for the new Tucker Carlson slot that's opened up. 
Well, they who are they, they going to pay all that money? All that good, good. Okay, someone two million dollars. Hear Sean Allen rant and pray. They're losing. They're did, losing did, viewers. Did by you a hear that? Well, I mean, there's so many rumors right now, but one of the rumors is that uh, Carlson's just like way too religious, <laughs> and that he would like he he's read the Bible and read Revelations with um, Rupert Murdoch's now ex-wife, and Rupert Murdoch is like not a religious conservative, and he like hates that shit and like finds it really creepy. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, and it's like, get him out of here. <laughs> I don't know what's a tuck on Colson. It's such a fucking. You know, uh, he's already rich. Like, he's an, actually an heir. Makes sense. I didn't know that at he's all. He's been wearing bow ties for so long. Sure. I just, like, kind of assumed. So natural. Yeah. The, 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 you know, that brand of TV dinner, like Stouffer? Yeah, think? yeah, Stouffer. Apparently, he's the heir to the Stouffer family. Oh, my God. Uh, fortune. Tucker Stouffer Carlson. That's <laughs> <laughs> like his is the name and his like sor- sorority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So apparently he was already a rich dude and he's merely oh. added to his uh, riches. I mean, you know, God, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, well, I, whatever. I, you know, what's funny is I haven't actually like someone told me that. So I haven't looked any of that up. Okay. Off it here. Doesn't, it, he's, he's dead now. So okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's probably gonna be an RT like tomorrow. So for example, uh, influenza A, there are 16 well-characterized versions of HA, mm. and there's like nine different versions of NA. All right. Okay. Now, uh, pretty recently, in like the past decade or so, scientists have actually found some HA and NA in bats mm. that were very different from what we'd been finding in anything else. Mm. So like there's now an HA 17 and 18, there's an NA 10 and 11. There's probably a shitload more out there that we've just never characterized. Right. Okay. But... Some of the virus strains are pretty famous, like H1N1. So you can tell that some combos of H and N seem to be just more likely to be infecting humans and causing these epidemics and pandemics, okay? And the way that HA and NA work is HA is a protein that binds to stuff on your cells Mm. and helps the virus gain entry into the cells. Uh, HA particularly binds to something called sialic acid. It's a sugar that's often on the ends of certain carbohydrates on our cell surface. So sugar can be an acid? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> what does that bother? <laughs> Keep going. Okay. We can't, okay. We can't stop. We got to stick it up. It's fucked. Wow. It's fucked up. Um, so, like, there's a bunch of proteins I mean, can a, can a syrup be a hallucinogen? <laughs> like, are opposites the same thing? Why, why are what you this? What are you talking about? <laughs> can, oh, you mean like can, flavor? Can liquids just be like, just sh- sh- <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> can't believe sugars could be acids. Yeah, sialic okay. acid, it's a carbohydrate. Okay, we gotta stop dwelling on this. Okay, so, <laughs> look, um... Our cells have a bunch of proteins on their surface. Some of those proteins have carbohydrates attached to them. All right. Some of those carbohydrates end in sialic acid. But basically all that that means is that this is not a very specific thing to bind to. Right. The thing that flu binds to is on a bunch of our cells. Right. Um, And so the thing is that like... A lot of the diseases we've talked about bind to more specific things, right? Right, yeah, like yeah. COVID-19, for example, yeah. has a much more specific target that it yeah, binds it to. Yeah, only binds to Republicans. <laughs> The <laughs> That's why you can actually just show COVID nineteen your voter registration. Does yes. and be like, do you see yeah. the DNA on this? Very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um. 
So that's like not terribly specific. Yeah. Okay. Um, different kinds of animals often have different preferences for what sialic acid attachments they make. All right. Well, so what I mean is um, sialic acid is usually on the end of these carb chains. Right. And how it's attached onto the carb chain. Right. It can like kind of attach to different places. Right. Um, and those preferences are sometimes organ specific. Mm. Sometimes they're tissue specific. This kind of organ. helps explain why different flus... Uh, our bird flus or something, right? So, so, so every once in a while, there's like a weirdo flu that a person might get from a bird yeah. that causes like conjunctivitis or something. Mm. It'll like make their eyes kind of fucked up okay. and inflamed. Right. Right. And that's potentially because it is attaching to different cells than like our human flus right. and stuff like that. Um, but for example, uh, it can also differ between species. So bird flu tends to infect birds better than it infects ferrets okay. or whatever. And that's because in birds, there's a certain kind of sialic acid attachment hmm. that they tend to have. Ferrets have like all the diseases though, right? I think it's pigs that actually have all the flus. We're going to talk about that in a future episode, yeah, right? That's going to come up eventually. Yeah, but, yeah. Pigs but... are the great reservoir. This is why God told us. <laughs> <laughs> that they were no good. But they're so tasty. <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Everything that's wrong with God, you could summarize in the tastiness of a pig. Yeah. These delicious I mean, yeah. filth bags. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that yeah, really yeah. is. That's tough. But yeah, so. <laughs> that's so a tough one. Yeah. So bird flu, for example, actually does not make like birds like cough and shit. <laughs> it, actually, it actually infects their digestive system. And yeah. so they shit out bird flu. Gross. Uh, whereas in humans, the main way that we're passing it between each other is like coughing on each other and sneezing on each other. Right? Yeah. Well, pigs just, it's like a venereal disease for pigs. Pigs, pigs actually also cough and sneeze. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Which is fun. They're like basically the same as us, right? That's why you could just like cut open a pig and put its heart in like somebody. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So HA binds to sialic acid and the virus gets pulled into the cell into a little bubble called an endosome. Okay. And the endosome kind of does this little journey within the cell as it gets more and more acidic. It's being turned into what's called a lysosome, which you can kind of roughly think of as the stomach of a cell. Yeah, yeah. And in the process of becoming a lysosome, it's getting more and more acidic. And at a certain point, the virus fuses itself into the endosome membrane and releases all of its RNA into the cytoplasm of the cell. Okay. And that... Become a ticking time bag. Yeah. At yeah. that point, boom, all the virus genetic information is just kind of splooged out into the cell cytoplasm. Right. And then now that cell is a virus factory. Right. It's making more virus. This is probably how people turn into aliens, like in movies. Yeah, right? Which movie? Uh, I don't know. You know, like in sci-fi movies. Like in sci like in, Evolution in with David Duchovny. This is probably how, like... Like, you get, like, you know, like, I feel like... I'm just not used to the ones where we turn into aliens. I'm used to us getting, like, probed by aliens and stuff. There's gotta be a movie. Like, in Annihilation, <laughs> right? Or, like, aren't there movies? Don't make me sound like an asshole. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> like, I'm the thing? Think about... <laughs> like, that happens to the thing. Or the fly. Well, yeah. It's not yeah, an alien, but yeah, it's the, the fly. fly. <laughs> yeah, the fly. I feel like... This is what... So, I was watching a YouTube video yesterday about, like, the quote-unquote hidden genre of evolutionary horror. Okay. Um, and I realized now I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's HA, right? HA right. helps right. you get in. That's HA. NA 
Neuraminidase. Yeah. Goddamn. Na. Mm. It's a protein on influenza that kind of works in the opposite direction of HA. Yeah. Rather than helping in the binding to the cell, Na helps the newly formed viruses release from the surface of the cell. Because okay. at some point they have to get kind of like secreted out, right? Right. Like, the cells, this virus factory, it's making all this virus. They have to like bud out and kind of drift away from the cell. Okay. But they have HA on their surface, and the cell clearly has stuff that HA binds to. Mm. So like those viruses could just get trapped forever on the same cell they were made at, right? They need something on their surface to help them get away so mm. that they can infect other cells. Mm. And that's NA's job, okay? So they almost work in opposite directions from each other. NA is an enzyme that actually chops off sialic acids from the nearby area on the cell. Mm. So it's like, it just cuts a bunch of them off and then it can't, the HAs can't bind to it. So now the virus can float away. Okay. So that is what HA and NA are all about. And that's where the H and the N names are happening. Okay. And so let's take a quick break. And then we're going to talk about what we're basically trying to get into in this episode the most recent event stuff, highly pathogenic avian influenza. All right. The following is an actual advertisement. Hey guys, this is Sean. Have you ever been at a party sipping PBR just trying to be seen for once? You hear some people chatting about the latest app they're using, poops, using words like microbiome and holobiont. You just ask yourself, Are those nerds talking about me? Do they think they're better than me? They do. But you don't have to keep things that way. Listen to Petri Dish, a science podcast that can catch you up to all those fancy fucks. Well, technically you're listening now, but keep doing it. And spread the word to other dum-dums. Petri Dish, so that you can rub knowledge in other people's faces. All right. So, yeah, so, um, I mean, it's funny, because I think influence is probably, well, I guess I don't know, it depends on the person. I was going to say, influence is probably most famous for the influenza epidemic that you referred to earlier for 1918, but that's probably not even true for everybody. There have has been recently an avian flu, a swine flu, all these different flus that were kind of, I feel like, kind of bigger in Asia at some point, or like Mexico, right, or something? The 2009 swine flu we first noticed in Mexico. Okay, okay. But then bird flu, right? I feel like there's a while where bird flu was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've been hearing about uh, it. I feel like birds get the flu a lot. Yeah. Right? It keeps coming up. Yeah, it does. What's yeah. the deal? Why do birds and influenza pair so well? Yeah, so influenza A, like that entire species of influenza, probably infects birds more than it infects anybody else. Interesting. So birds are just like always fucking sick with influenza. Yeah. They're just like shitting it on each other right. all the time. Yeah. So a bunch of hens died earlier this year and maybe like last year. Moment some. silence. Okay, yeah. done. They're dead. Yes. Okay, and they made eggs more expensive in part because of that and in part because people are unscrupulous. Uh, it's an, uh, an oligopoly. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the thing that killed those hens was influenza, specifically what we call highly pathogenic avian influenza or HPAI. Basically, isn't very that, isn't deadly that bird flu. Pacific Islanders and Asians? I'm pretty certain that's, that's a category. <laughs> I think that's just API. <laughs> right? Asian Pacific Islanders? Not HPAI? Is there H in there? For like Hmong? Human, human Pacific Asian yeah, Islanders. Yeah, as opposed to like all wow. the reptilian ones and the, the, the bird ones. Do you consider yourself HPAI? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, 
this is particularly deadly bird flu. And the reason why we kind of carve out a category for that is that, like I said, birds are sick with the flu all the fucking time. Right. And a lot of the times the flu is kind of like how it is in us in the sense that, I don't know, everyone's had the fucking flu. Right. You don't always die from it, right? I mean, like, right. most of the time people aren't dying from the flu. Right. And it's the same with birds. That's kind of the difference in our childhoods, really, isn't it? That you and I didn't die, but all of our friends died of the flu? Well, like that people stopped taking vaccines between your birth and my birth. Oh, and I so <laughs> most of the people I know my age have died <laughs> yes. from flu. That makes sense. Whereas you're kind of part of this, what we call the unsilent generation. Right. Whereas I'm the silent generation. That's why I'm mostly dead. Yeah, I have so many friends that I don't talk yeah, this to. This is why I get along with Joe Biden so well. We're both part <laughs> yes. of different silent generations. Oh, he's like, man, history always circles back. It always, it always circles back. Tabby flash circle. That's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> That was a great Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, I just woke up from a nap, so I'm slurring a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> For the people who do know that I woke up from a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sure. laughs> uh, we were all watching. So, yeah. highly pathogenic avian influenza, HPAI. We're talking about super deadly in the context of birds. Like, a group of birds get sick, a bunch of them fucking die, Okay. We don't have that many examples of it hopping over into humans. Right. All right. But we do have some examples. So, for example, HPAI H5N1. So that's the virus name. H5N1 has infected almost 900 people that we know of okay. and killed about half of them in the past All right. Years. That's kind of high. Yeah. Right? Like right? COVID was like somewhere between what, like 1.5 to 3 or something? Sure. Yeah. 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 It, yeah okay. Yeah. Wow, all right, 50% from the flu. Yes. Wow. Yes, and then... Tell that to, to Fox News. <laughs> wow. H7N9 has infected about 1,500 people and killed about 40% of them over the past 10 years. Wow, all right. These are some <laughs> deadly flus. So why are we still alive? Like, how has civilization yeah, kept churning? Yeah, so that's one thing that's really interesting is that for these HPAIs, there's currently no good evidence that there's human-to-human -human transmission. So each of these individual people fucked a bird. Yes. Or ate well, bird I mean, shit. You know, what the, they, they were around birds. To them at they all. were like they were like uh like blowing on chicken feathers, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like trying to test to make sure the bird's asshole was good, so right, they were right, blowing right, on right. it. And then that's how they got the flu. Cloak is wear a mask. We shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I was actually thinking, I was like, I feel like there's quietly an incredibly classist thing going <laughs> yeah, on. Here. I don't like, think we need to dunk assholes on assholes in Southern yeah. California. Don't need to dunk on dead people. The, yeah. But but it is most like, likely the case that these are all transmissions from the birds themselves into people. Yeah. Or potentially, potentially the possibility that it's a bird to pig to human transmission no. but in any case it's not a human to human situation which is what would be necessary for this to really take off as like a pandemic type thing so we haven't been seeing that yet so the more recent outbreak the one from 2002 and 2003 is h5n1 and it's spread all over the world Easily spread by wild birds, including migratory birds like geese and shit. Right. Which is just one more reason to hate geese because those famously are awful. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. So, as with many other outbreaks of bird flu, a number of mammals have actually gotten sick as well okay. from H5N1. Unlike some other outbreaks, though, there are clear signs of mammal-to-mammal -mammal transmission. Within the same species? Or just totally random species or something? Uh, as far as we can tell, within the same species. Okay. 
But that's not a great sign. Yeah. For example, there was a mink farm in Spain that got infected with the virus. There's a, something going on with minks, isn't there? We had to kill yeah. a bunch of minks in COVID, right? Yeah, I, th- I think we that, did. was that in Scandinavia or something I like think that. Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why minks are always doing this, but I don't they know. Got people keep it so many minks. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, H5N1. It is funny when people are like, "Oh, it's so terrible! I have to kill all the minks," as they're like right now beheading a mink to make a coat. <laughs> We're killing them anyway, buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, like, scrying these shirts. I had to kill all my minks before I could sell it for a coat. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. A, yes. Uh, but it's such a beautiful welfare state. Yeah, so, all right. All right, Denmark. <laughs> so, for example, this mink farm in Spain, infected with the virus, H5N1, probably by a seagull. And then the virus spread Damn. from pen to pen. The in- birds! Infecting minks and ultimately killing something like 5% of the animals. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's fine. It's okay. Five <laughs> percent in humans would also still not be good, right? I mean, yeah. like we just we just that would did be more COVID. than COVID. that would be yeah. more than COVID, right? Yeah. So that would be a bummer. But uh, the virus isolated. I feel like now that we've had clearly like the, the wrong reaction to the entire <laughs> pandemic, five percent would definitely be too little now. Yeah. Like like the next thing has to kill at least a quarter of everyone who gets it. For us to wear masks again in public. Right? That's that's true. That's Am true. I right? Yeah. It's it's almost like we've been mentally vaccinated against pandemic response. So, <laughs> so like the jab is something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. It it's would very, have to be it's, very it's serious. Kind of pretty bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, fair like enough. I still wear a mask when I work at the airport. Uh you know, there's a lot of people going through. Yeah. I actually stepped on mine last night, like maybe an hour before my shift ended in like dirty sink stuff. Oh, okay. And so I so I, I didn't wear it for like the last hour. And I was like, I like felt very exposed, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and it's funny because now I think all the acrimony around masks is a little bit in the rear view window. Yeah. Winder. <laughs> yes. And as much as that's the case, uh, people look at me very quaintly. Mm. Like, oh, look at this, this young man with his mask on. Yeah. Do they make you? And it's like, oh, no, no, no one makes me like my... my Master's coworker walks by. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's fair. Oh, yes, young man. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so that's, you know, so we're all going to die the next one. <laughs> I think so. We're getting the cordyceps. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. When we isolated 5%. virus, yeah, yeah, yeah. when we isolated virus from these minks, it showed a number of mutations in other genes besides the HA and the NA, okay? Genes that are used to, like, make more of the flu RNA and making other virus proteins and stuff like that. One of these mutations has previously been discovered in a different strain that helped that strain adapt to mammal cells better. All right. Okay. Making more virus within the mammal cells. So it's not great that these mutations exist now in some H5N1. Uh, It, in general, has a set of mutations that leads to the NA protein being less effective at its job. Mm Mm-hmm. On one hand, that means the newly made viruses aren't released from cells quite as easily, which sounds like a good thing. But sadly, the reality is that if NA does its job too well, it actually reduces how infectious the flu virus is. So weakening NA sometimes increases the infectivity of influenza. So there is a risk here that H5N1 or another kind of similar strain like H7N9 may just make like a few more mutations that make human-to-human transmission easier, Mm. resulting in a pretty serious pandemic. Okay. Or another option... Again, it has to be pretty serious. <laughs> uh, another option is that one of these avian viruses, like H5N1 or H7N9, infects someone or something, like a pig, that already has a human strain in it. 
Right. Oh, okay. Like the H1N1 or H3N2. So we're imagining a pig that's already sick mm-hmm. with a flu. It gets a different strain, mm-hmm. and those flus, what, they, like, kiss? Yes. Oh, They crazy. do. They do something called reassortment, which, mm, a.k.a. Get, kiss. They get the flu stork. Yeah, dude. The flu stork oh, comes in fucking, with a new one. Yes. And the stork, it has a different flu. Yes, it does. So then it starts fucking you with are, its cloaca. You are. So then, got, so then you got three flus of that cloaca. Yeah. <laughs> you are unintentionally describing the 2009 swine flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, we'll get into that in a later episode. But basically, reassortment happens a lot. Yeah. It is when two different strains of flu infect the same organism, like the same pig. Yeah. And then they swap genes. Right. Make a hybrid virus. And that hybrid virus, sometimes they suck. Yeah. But other times, they're very nice. Okay. <laughs> and they get you know, out when there. When you say nice, you mean they're good for infecting other things? Yeah, they're very <laughs> yeah. naughty. They're very right, naughty, right. okay? Um, and in fact, pandemics in 1957, 1968, and 2009 were all caused by this reassortment happening. All right. And as far as we know, each one of those times, it probably happened in pigs. Okay. So, so we'll get into that so, next time. Though. I feel like the the subtext of this entire episode uh-huh. is you telling the people that actually flus matter, and I think what you've proven in this episode is that they do. You know, <laughs> flus can kill. Yeah, and they're very scary, scary. So, because I, I feel like you, the, like you know, I admit, influenza. It's funny how influenza is a scarier word than like flu. You're right. Like flu is yes. like a Republican being like, it's just a flu. Yes. You know, there's a lot of scary sounding diseases out there and the flu's not really high up on there. But what we're saying is that actually the flu's going to get you. <laughs> you better pay attention, sir, because the flu, it's coming. And it, you will be dead, sir, from the flu. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a complicated line to walk because on one hand, I do not think that people should be terrified all the time of the flu. Yeah. On the other hand, I'd like people to have it on their mind enough to get vaccinated. Right. Because not enough people get their flu vaccines. Right. Despite them being widely available I've and cheap to, to get. I to get mine yes. this season. That's great. I already got mine. <laughs> it's important um, that we have... See, this is good. I'm the common man. You're the scientist. Yeah. So... You know, and, and I didn't think about getting it, and I'm on a science comedy pod. And we're, we're going to talk about this more in later episodes as well. But just to be clear, I am not saying that your seasonal flu situation kills a crazy number of people. Yeah. Although it actually does kill some people. It does kill people. Yeah, it, yeah. it kills around twenty to 50,000 Americans every year. So, so gun so, violence. <laughs> <laughs> like one mass shooting. <laughs> so, so, so basically, the flu kills a, a non-zero number of people. We're in such a crazy country. I know, I know. What, what even fucking is this for? So so the, oh, there are people that die from the flu, and I think there is that background risk. It kills more people than chlamydia every year. That is... By, yeah, like, at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that many people die from chlamydia. Yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. Um, it but sometimes people's chlamydia reassorts <laughs> with, like, a toothache. <laughs> and then your mouth has You don't chlamydia. want that. Then you got it in your you root canal. You got canal chlamydia. I've actually been hearing about uh, an increase in people getting throat cancer from too much oral sex. <laughs> so that's that's unfortunate. I got to warn Andre. <laughs> yeah. That's Andre. a very Andre-specific problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's beautiful. Okay, everyone. I think I need to get his throat checked now. So listen, 
I hope that this was fun and interesting. This is the kind of thing that was running around killing all those birds. And I yeah. will say, there is a sizable chunk of scientists that look at H5N1 and H7N9 and are very concerned about it. Right. That, th this was supposed to be the big one, right? And then, like, all of a sudden, a new disease happened. Yeah, yeah. I do think a lot of scientists were like, the next big pandemic is going to be another flu pandemic. I guess a lot of them were also thinking about coronaviruses as a family, actually, so that's not fair. There were some scientists yeah. that were pretty actively right. checking that out, but I think it came as a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wet to, markets, dude. Yeah. Or something else. We yeah. gotta get Jon Stewart on this pod so we can really investigate. Yeah. No one's tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> we are just literally... We're trying literally to make the TikTok to get the burr virus. Literally never going to know. Yeah. You know what's kind of scary about... Because, um, you know, there's a part of me that's like... In as much as I tend to be a little more economically left than other things, uh -huh. I'm like, oh yeah, Joe Biden and Democrats should totally use nationalism against China to to pass Keynesian laws. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> but you know, I was up in Santa Barbara over the weekend, and like, I well, I was at a winery, and I could overhear four older people be like, yeah, you know, and then the Chinese Communist Party and the TikTok, and I was just like, I was like, oh man, it's really in the discourse, right? It's in the water. This yeah. kind of slightly, you know, it's like one of those things where like it's easy for a conversation to go from some slightly abstract foreign policy thing into xenophobic yeah. xenophobia yeah. and then I was at a coffee place I was getting some Tabasu oh, some Costa wow. Rican coffee damn dude I'm so American yeah. and so I'm getting some coffee and there's this older dude in like a bolo necktie old honky cat and he was like, oh, God, I'm in your way, aren't I? And I was like, no, no, that's no problem, you know, uh -huh. hey. Uh, yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah, hey. He's like, ha, h, ha. Ah. And I can't remember what I said. I was, I made some joke about pronouncing something, right? Okay. I can't remember. But sure. he was like, oh, yeah, a lot of foreign words, huh? He's like, he's like, I feel like. Feel like we don't even speak English in this country anymore. God, and I was like, I was like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ha ha. <laughs> you know, and he's like, China. God damn There's all this Chinese everywhere. Am I right, brother? And I was like, well, I guess I don't code like CCP. Yeah, good I mean, job, I'll buddy. Take that, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, just keep swimming. <laughs> just, I just want my terrazzo. Yeah, sinophobia is real, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's real. And it's one of those things where I always forget that sometimes because it's kind of like, again, because I'm always like, well, let's just pour my money into American semiconductor <laughs> companies. Like, that's great. Ha ha ha. And then, and, and do it how you gotta, Joe. But but then then yeah. you're in the real world yeah. and you really do like it's it's amazing how quickly um, that discourse can turn into its virulent um, form, you know? Yeah, it yeah. I mean, I, I into guess something much like, uglier. In, in a lot of people, they're just waiting for the next group. Yeah, there's a hole in other. our heart ever since the Cold War ended. <laughs> Oh, and I, I wanted it to fill with just corporate America, but it turns out the only way to hate Disney is like to be a right wing crazy. I, well, you you can watch diehard movies and see who they try out, right? Like, yeah, right, 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 they, right. <laughs> right? The Middle East just like wasn't. No offense to the Middle East, but it just wasn't good enough, right? Like, they're like, they're like, okay, well, the company is owned by the Japanese. That's good, but then the yeah. Germans are coming in, yeah, 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 and they're the German terrorists. It was like, right. okay, okay, nice, nice shot. That's a good. That's you a good could attempt. tell, like, even the Soviets really, and and a lot of people are going to screw with this. No one was really as good as Nazis. Oh yeah, Nazis were like amazingly good villains. I think actually the best in probably, like, I think 10,000 years ago, there's probably one roving band of people who were like crazy. Yeah. But since then, and there's probably a lot of our myths that are evil, 
that emerged from our like everyone else's relationship to one jackass tribe in Eurasia. But after ever since then, dude, I feel like fucking Nazis. I think Nazis are so evil. Their evilness traveled back in time yeah, and yeah. like incepted the people back totally. then. Totally. <laughs> I mean, you look, you know, in in IR theory, in international relations, there's a guy who started writing a lot in the 30s named Morgenthau, uh-huh. and he basically is he's the guy who kind of infects us all with like these realist theories yeah. that are that have a very bleak and Hobbesian view of human nature. Yeah. Um well, those are very persuasive when you're fighting a Nazi, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And and so I mean to 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 kind of refer to what what you were saying, like it kind of goes back and colors history because you're yes. like, oh man, Napoleon was like Nazis, <laughs> Mongols were like Nazis, and you're like, look, those guys killed a lot of people, but really, they, Nazis they were, were not as bad as Nazis. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, uh, you're like, great. look, there's one, there's one MJ. Well, good and bad. <laughs> there's one right. OJ, good and bad. All right, all right. All right, so technically there's Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan. And they're both MJs. And they're both one of a kind. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, all right. Two all of right. a kind, I guess. Speaking of Nazis, all let's right. say thank you to Stacey Sonner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> our, our sound Nazi. A Sanfia, if you will. Whoa. <laughs> Doing it with room. the accent. All, all right. right. All right. Uh, look, we have a Patreon. I don't know why you'd want to go to it after what you just heard. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash Petri Dish. Yeah, we, we don't have, have a Twitter. We do no, we we no longer have a Twitter. We went blue check mark. <laughs> Actually, Elon may have given us a blue check mark. We wouldn't know. He was desperately giving them. You, you heard about this? Yeah, I right? did. God, what we, a, weren't all his bros like very upset sad. with him or something? Very sad. Yeah. Very sad situation. Um, okay. <laughs> we have an email address <laughs> at PetriDishPod at gmail.com. All right, and then look, we are eagerly awaiting you guys to return for the rest of our influenza series. We yeah, have like, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have like four fucking episodes on yeah, influenza. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like we talked a little bit about some cool influenza shit, but guys, what's the history of influenza? How far back does this crazy shit? Did China make it in a lap? We're gonna answer that. Dude, we are. I mean, actually, <laughs> I was I was reading a lot of stuff yeah, in preparation yeah, yeah. for this, and I came across a website from the CDC that was like. The 2009 swine flu was not made in a lab. Yeah. Like, here are the reasons why we don't think it was made in a lab. And I was like, oh, my God, even back then we had the lab conspiracies. I, I, yeah. It, like, completely was over my head, despite both of us being alive. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that we were doing it back then, I mean, then a lot of people think HIV-AIDS was made by the CIA. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Injected into our chicken nuggets. Yeah, and it's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next yeah. time. Bye. Bye. Da 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 da